must now go to the US because there's a story that we've been following I think for a couple of years now as one of the biggest stories in world football it has to do with the fact that the women's national team's bid for equal play has been dis- equal pay has been dismissed in court and to help us understand the story better we are joined on the line by New York based lawyer producer writer for Abrams Media Kelsey Trainer good evening Kelsey from us in South Africa we hope you are well under the circumstances Hey, thank you for having me. Thanks, Casey. Please, Kelsey, please give us some background on this case. What was it about? Was it just simply about uh, the woman wanting to be paid equally, just like the men? Yeah, so that's part of it, is that the pay structure between the men and the women, uh, the women argued that it was unequal. Um, and so it also had to do not just with pay, but with travel and accommodations and with the uh, personnel that was provided to the team, the men's team versus the women's team. So this has been going on. The lawsuit was filed in uh, March of 2019. They are also seeking damages of about $66 million. What is that based on? So that is based off of back pay. That is based off of if the women's national team had been operating under the men's contract, then they would have earned that $67 million. So that's where that money came from. But as of this past Friday, uh, this oh no, for pay. So that sixty-seven million number uh, is go down. Okay, can you still hear us, Kelsey? We just lost you there. Okay, hey. ap- apologies for that. We're gonna try and get it again. Um, Kelsey there uh, talking to us Kelsey Trainer talking to us about the issue of equal play with the w- US women's football team led of course by the great Megan Rapinoe uh, the leader true leader on and off the field they're taking the fight uh, to the courts for equal pay she's been fighting this fight for years Megan Rapinoe and who can blame her because they are delivering on the field of play they're a very successful team uh, the US women's national team obviously more successful uh, than the men's team but now their case has been dismissed by the judge and that's what I wanted to find out from Kelsey because the judge is saying that um, they have made more money than the men anyway um, in this in this time that they are um, basically asking for equal play in that period of time they've actually made more money than the men according to uh, the judge so we just wanted to get clarity uh, on that from Kelsley who's back on the line sorry about that Kelsley we've got you back on the line so we saw that the judge is saying that um, they've made more money than the men but they're complaining about equal pay what does he mean by that what is he saying I mean what is the yeah, judge so the saying judge is- the judge is saying that if they, if the women, if you put the women under the men's contract, um, that they essentially made more money in the past four years than the men did. But what this doesn't take into account is that the women's national team won. You know, they're four-time World Cup champions, where the men's national team didn't even qualify for the World Cup. So that's why the women are saying we had to win four World Cups to even uh, be paid uh, at the rate that we're at. Where the men, they don't have to win at all, um, and they still get paid. Uh, close to us, if not more. So, at the moment, how do this? How are the pay structures? How do they work? How are they structured? Is it pay as you play? So, yeah. So the women's team, they have a lot of guaranteed compensation. They have more benefits, uh, mm-hmm. severance pay, maternity leave. Where the men's national team has this lower pay, but they have larger performance-based bonuses. Um, and this was specifically negotiated by both sides. So the women and the men's unions came in and they negotiated for this contract. And that's basically what the judge said. It said, you negotiated for these contracts. You can't come back now and say uh, that you don't want the terms of them.
But Megan has disputed that. I saw an interview she did uh, last night. She says that uh, they did not reject a similar pay structure. Yeah, and so the women's team is coming back and saying, you know, this isn't what was offered. You don't have any of the FIFA money that has been offered to us um, and any of the uh, National Women's Soccer League calculations in there. Um, and the women are also saying we were in a position, this was the best that we could do because we didn't have the investment and the infrastructure the same way that the men did. So basically the women had to win the World Cup, all those tournaments for them uh, to get paid uh, like the men. Right. And the fact that the men did not qualify oh, yeah. for the World Cup actually uh, made their made the case easier to dismiss by the judge. Because if the men had qualified or, or won any games in international play, basically, um, the calculations would have been much different and the women would not have made more than the men in the past four years. Usually the lack of revenue generation is always the argument when we have these uh, discussions. Uh, that's why they always say female athletes get paid less than men. Does it apply in this in this case? Yeah, I mean, so I, I believe that the numbers are, at least over the past two or three years, that the women's national team actually generated more revenue for U.S. soccer uh, than the men. Now, that's obviously different uh, in international play, but in terms of the numbers that are from U.S. soccer, you know, they're bringing in the sponsorships. They're bringing in the big corporations because they're the team that's winning. The men are not. And is it true that U.S. soccer claims that the men deserve more money because men have more ability, strength, and speed? Yes. Yeah, so in this, in these motions for summary judgment, that is what U.S. soccer argued. They basically argued that women are inferior by birth and therefore they should get paid less. Um, since then, they've uh, taken away that argument. President of uh, U.S. Soccer, Carlos Codera, resigned. And you now have Cindy Parlo Cohn, who's a former player, the president. And they've, they've withdrawn those arguments. But at the end of the day, that has done so much damage to the reputation of U.S. And soccer. And understandably so. What a shocker. Uh, finally, Judge Klosner said the women could still pursue their claims about unequal treatment in areas like travel, accommodation, and team staffing. Does it mean that even the travel and accommodation arrangements are not the same? Oh, yeah. It definitely means that they're not the same. And the judge in this case looked at all the information and said, you've got enough here that you can argue in the court of law that they are, that are not the same. So they are appealing now, that decision. Yeah, so the case will go to trial scheduled June 16th pending any settlement or uh, any more delays. And then they can appeal the decision on the equal pay and whatever happens at trial. Sure. Okay, Kelsley, please keep us updated. We're also going to follow you on social media. I saw that you were tweeting us uh, this evening. Thank you for that. But we have to leave it there because of time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Kelsey Trainer, a New York-based lawyer, producer, writer for Abrams, Abrams Media. What an embarrassment this U.S. Soccer Federation is. I mean, what kind of an argument is that, that the men must get paid more because they are stronger, they've got more speed and they've got more ability. The women have four World Cup trophies. Four. What more do you need?